Welcome to episode 10 of No Known Associates. Today I have on a coworker uh, that I've never actually met. His name is Luke. How do you say your last name? It's pronounced Matt as I go by Luke Elby is the easiest way. Luke Elby? Yeah. All right. Nice. That's his stage name? That's his stage name, yeah. All so right. now everybody knows, but everybody knows my name. Well, now so, they know. Now they know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they'll know because no one, uh, you know, listens or watches yet, but they'll know eventually. Yeah, exactly. They will know. All right. I'm going to play a song we get going. Let's do it. All right. So we've never met until you walked in the door. But I guess the first question you would ask someone if you've never met them is, where are you from? Ah, well, that, that's typically where you start. This yeah. is here in Nashville. Yeah, right. um, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland? Yeah, the nice. CLE. Do you uh, resonate with any kind of Cleveland culture? Almost everything, yeah. Like uh, Cavs and Browns and all mainly that? Browns. Okay, um, okay. Cavs, I haven't been... I, like I was a fan, but that was usually like back in the day when LeBron, LeBron just started right. up. Everybody has that story of right. I'm from Cleveland, we love LeBron. Um, but I've always been a Browns and a Indians fan. Nice. So yeah, super. I don't like the Browns. I mean, I, not that I don't <laughs> like the Browns because I'm from Pittsburgh, so like uh, okay. I'm a Steelers fan. Okay, it's not like sorry, until not sorry. this year. <laughs> until this year, it wasn't. You know, it hasn't been that competitive. But this year, they're actually like they put it together and they yeah. knocked us out, and it's like. Which has been like the first and now know how long. Right. And so there's always It's exciting. I, always I mean, is. honestly, Cleveland like got shit on for a long time by all kinds of people. I mean, Just it still does. It still stuff. is. Yeah, but. but I hear it's actually like kind of popping now. It's getting there, especially over, geez, over the last few years. Like the club has honestly just gotten bigger and bigger, especially with the talent pool. And even right. here in Nashville, there's like the doghouse. And that was famously yeah. like a Cleveland Browns bar. bar yeah. Right. So like once when we got into the playoffs, all I saw were Browns jerseys walking down to Mumbrian, if that's how you can pronounce yeah. it. But yeah. So there was, was a, there, I mean, there's Steelers bars all over the place. There was Always. one in Nashville, but the, I think it closed down. It was called Piranhas. It was like right off of Broadway on okay. one of those streets. And uh, yeah, I think it closed down. I think my brother said that the owner was like selling coke at the back and got in trouble, and the, you know, oh, the typical, a yeah, yeah <laughs> typical story. But uh, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Piranhas. Um, <laughs> I did go there though before a game like years back. I came here. My brother went to Belmont. Okay, and oh. so I came out here and I went to a game with him, and we went to Piranhas before. It was like a scumbag kind of like I didn't even Hold know the they still existed that you could smoke inside bars. There's a couple places here that you can actually do oh, that. Really? Yeah, surprisingly. Um, I actually just went to one in Melrose last night. And uh, you could smoke in the you, bar? They, you got you can have cigs, you can have E, like you can have cigars, like it doesn't and matter. And they don't, uh, and there's no masks, right? Or no. masks. No. People are like taking their masks. Oh, I, I hope the fuck not. That'd be, <laughs> just cut a hole in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you no. just have it like sticking out the bottom. <laughs> That's yeah, great. But it's dope. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was kind of a cool place. Like you can go shoot pool, throw darts, play ping pong. Yeah. Place, there's, so. a, there's a lot of places here that are just cool places to go like 
it's not just like a bar that have like other activities. Right. Like there's a place downtown called um, Pins Mechanical. You ever been there? So yeah, I actually been to the original one. I believe the original one's up in Columbus. Oh, so okay. it's a chain. But yeah, I've been to that one. That one's great. I they love got bocce. The they got like uh, giant uh, giant beer pong. Yeah, yeah. All that. They got Super all kinds dope. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love that cool. place. It's it's a vibe. And they've got vibe. like, um, I saw they just opened this like arcade type place in um, Hendersonville. Just I heard about that. I heard about machines. that one. Yeah, because I know that there's like two bits, which is like a common one here. Right, right. But I didn't. But I hear that there is that one. I believe in Hendersonville. I, I think it times. just opened. Yeah, my cousin lives out there, so he's been like, you know, posting on Facebook. He's trying to get me to go. I'm just like, <laughs> Do <"Yeah>, it. <laughs> I know. I want to go. That's actually uh, <laughs> the. Uh, when I first met my girlfriend, we were in West Palm Beach. Okay. Um, and she, we went on our first date. We went to Cheesecake Factory, you know. Classic. Yeah, yeah. It was That's classic. a move. That's a move. It was actually <laughs> funny because uh, our first date, we went to Cheesecake Factory. And, like, I'm just more, like, mellow and chill. I don't, like, talk as much. And she yeah. just, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so we're sitting at this table we're right next to, like, a family. And they've got small children. Okay. And she... She's from Philly. She has like a mouth on her, you know, she's cursing and stuff like that. And the whole time she's like saying, fuck this or, you know, this bitch, whatever. And like, I'm just looking and these like small kids are like, you know, looking up at us. I'm like, oh my God, but I'm not going to say anything, you know, like I just let her do her thing. I called her out on the afterwards. But where I was going with that is that at the time I went to this arcade that was like right next to Cheesecake Factory and they fucked up and they gave me a card it was only supposed to be, it was supposed to be unlimited for the day um, and it was unlimited forever. So like I could just no go in there. And, <laughs> I just kept playing game. So I tried to get her to go. I was like, Hey, you want to like, we could go to the arcade. I was broke at the time. I had no money and she was not about it. She was like arcade. Like, what are you talking about? First date arcade. This guy's weird. I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, three, some years later, we're still together. So. So something worked, obviously. But we've never gone to an arcade, so. Oh, we can, you can always change that, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At some point. At some point. <laughs> um, but I guess, so you're from Cleveland. Mm -hmm. What about MGK? Do you like Machine Gun Kelly? So he's been growing on me, honestly. Like the new, like, The newer stuff. MGK? Yeah, like, I'm just like, Eminem Disson was like, okay, well, go make a pop album. And he did, and it right. killed it. I'm just right. like, sick, dude. Yeah, um, and he bagged Megan Fox. Right? Yeah, and I'm just like. Geez, good for you, dude. But uh, yeah, no, he, it's been a really dope, dope album. And then I actually went to um, the recording studio that he did, I think the first three albums. And Is it in Cleveland? It's uh, just south of downtown. Yeah. Okay. It's in like where I kind of grew up. I, my my parents' house where I lived was about maybe 15 minutes from that studio. Okay. And it's super chill. It's in like the back of somebody's house in a garage. And it's right. super nice. So I'm yeah. just like, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, he was in that uh, Motley Crue movie too. Was I did cool. not see that one. Oh, Is it what good? was it called? Uh, Dirt or something like was that? Was it called Dirt? I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't bad. He played, uh, who did he play? Tommy Lee, I think. Did he play really? Yeah, I think Damn, so. Damn, okay. Yeah. Shit, now was, I got uh, to go watch it. <laughs> I, I didn't like him, but I I do like when artists like can switch lanes. Yeah. You know? Uh, like, what was that popular song? He Like, I remember the Cavs won the NBA championship, and he oh. just played, like, it's called, like, The Land or something. The Land, yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> like that, like, stuff that much, but then he kind of went poppy, and now it's, like, more punk, which I kind of, like... I, I dig it. Yeah. That's kind of, like, my upbringing was, like, punk, rock, alternative, hard yeah. rock, 80s, all that. Yeah, I really like, like, old emo music. Who doesn't? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. just so much heart into it. And then, oh, I know. And then now it's just, my parents won't let me have my cigarettes. I'm 13. Like, right. it's just like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, because it's like, there is no like emo music. It's like emo rap music, like Kinda, Juice yeah. World type stuff. I love Juice World, though. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. It's, it's, it's hard not to. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Juice World. But like, it's starting to a, come back, though. Yeah. Well, it's like, Popping off on TikTok. I know. Yeah, like, like the the new alternative stuff is really kicking off. There's a couple really good ones. Um, I'm trying to remember. There's like a whole like playlist of like new 2021 like grant bands that you should take a look at. Oh, really? And, and they're like surprisingly like it reminds me so much of like the old like Fall Out Boy, Paramore, oh, yeah, all that Paramore. stuff. And that's like, yeah, that's My Chemical that, Romance. Let's go. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. It kind of sucks because like they finally, My Chemical Romance was getting back together uh, to go on a tour and then COVID happened. happened and it's like, damn. It, it wasn't happened, meant to so be. No, it's just like, ah, come on. Yeah. Thank that, you, COVID. That sucks. But yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. I, I knew a girl that went to high school with him. She was like a grade below or two grades below. Okay. Um, and she, she, I don't know why she did this, but she got MGK tatted right oh, here. God. Like, oh man. <laughs> Regret that. That's a bad, <laughs> bad play. Yeah. <laughs> Especially no. like you just knew him in high school. It's not like that, you're you, married or something. Right. You like you actually kid. like know him and actively talk with him. It's right. Like, oh, I, yeah, I guarantee you. if you called him that he wouldn't pick up yep. or you don't even have the right number. Exactly. You He's know? probably switched at least like 20,000 times or oh, something like that. For sure. At yeah. least. Yeah. Jeez. So, uh, from Cleveland mm -hmm. and you moved here four years ago, four years ago. Yes. Yeah, summer of 27. Why'd you come down here? Just typical Nashville. So it was originally for music that I went to school for music production in Where Columbus, at? uh, Capitol university. Okay. So it's on the uh, east side of Columbus. All right. Um, and then I was down here for an internship in 2015 off of music or music row. Yeah. Um, at one of those studios on music Yeah. Row? It was black, uh, not blackbird. It was black river entertainment studios. Okay. So that was, they did like the very first like Sam hunt record wow. and Kelsey Bellarini, a bunch of really cool people were recorded there. Nice. And, um, yeah, so I did that. I'm just like, you went, I will never ever move to Nashville. And I should never have said that because fast forward about a year and a half later, I got moved a job. I moved to Nashville off of second Avenue. Yeah. Um, and I've been here ever since. So you live downtown? Uh, just just uh, on the east side. I lived in East Nashville. Oh, I okay. Lived in okay. His, yeah. Is that what you still live in East Nashville? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So you're close then. I was close, yeah. yeah and okay. then I moved south towards uh, Berry Hill and then got into uh, uh, Bellevue. Nice. That's where I'm in right now. So Yeah, yeah. I love cool. it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of the, it's a weird city where not that many people are from here. No, and you'll find out that the people that do don't have accents. Right. And the people that say, oh, I've been here since ever, yeah, but no, you're not. Yeah, right. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, That's I like it. I, I've visited here a bunch of times. My brother has been out here, I think, for six, seven years now. Okay. So I'd visit him and I liked it. But my parents moved out here in July and, and my girl and I we were in West Palm Beach and we hated West Palm Beach. Really? Uh, <laughs> just the people or the scene? Everything about West Palm Beach, I didn't like, except okay. the beach. <laughs> the beach. Oh. But, but over time, when you live near the beach all the time, you stop, like, going regularly. Right. It's, it's just, just like, life. You don't right. go. Like, it, occasionally, like, maybe once a month or twice a month, you'll go for an afternoon. But it's just, you know, and if that's the reason you like it, I mean, just so much, like, there was a lot of homeless people, like, the mm. disparity of, like, uh, you know, you have the richest people in the world and then, like, the poorest people in the world. Or not in the world, but the poorest people, like, in the area, yeah, right. right next to each other. 
And then it's just like everyone's driving fast. It's intense. It's like, I mean, it's cool because you have different influences. You got like right. uh, South America. You got uh, Puerto Rico, Cuban. Like you got a lot of that influence in the music and the food and stuff. Which I mean, is, Latin music is just a mood, man. Oh I yeah, love it. but that's such like the the, <laughs> the the driving. It's just like so fast. Oh like, yeah, the the beats are just like. Let's go, let's go. Let's yeah, go, let's so go, like go, get go, you go. dancing. Oh, yeah. Which I mean, that's, I mean, depending upon like what your music style is, like that can either make or break you. Right. Me personally, like I, I love just all types of music. So being able to be influenced by that is like, that's part of my playing has always been that. So, oh, yeah. You got to have like, uh, I mean, because diverse. If you're just like, oh, this is like the type of music that's good, then you're like closed minded. Right. You know? Very. Yeah. I mean, all the top people pull from, I mean, if you look at like Drake, you know, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to pull from, you know, Houston. I'm going to pull from Dancehall. I'm going to pull yeah. from all this, you Which know, awesome. British, UK grime, like right. all this stuff. Because if you just stay in the same exact lane, it gets like, it gets repetitive and, and known. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Right. So, but awesome. I definitely didn't like West Palm Beach. I mean, I, my job was like, I was working at a place that was, uh, it was for like drug addicts and alcoholics who were 16 to 20 years old. Oh, geez. They lived at this place for like long term. Like they couldn't go home for various reasons. Like they were kicked out of school or they had a court case or whatever. And, gotcha. and so they lived at this place and uh, there was probably like anywhere from like 15 to 20 at a time. Jeez. Like none of them wanted to be there and they were just doing wild shit all the time. And I had to uh, like talk to the parents. I was like a high up at this program. I was assistant program director. Okay. And it was a nightmare all the time. <laughs> like people would be fighting. They'd try to fight me. They'd run away. They would be like, it was all men, but like, they'd be like, you know, doing stuff with each other and I'd have to like, you know, they can't be doing that. I got to no, call the parents. Gosh. And, and it's just like any kind of problem you could think of, like they're taking like 20 Benadryl, they're trying to smoke coffee. They're like, they're like <laughs> getting some eight times brewing coffee. So they'll like brew it and they'll pour it back in the thing and brew another pot through fresh grounds. And they'll just like try to make the most like strong coffee ever just to like catch some sort of a buzz. I need that recipe ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. And they no. were, um, Jeez. it was just wild. It was like too much. And I felt bad. Cause like I get attached to these kids and then like I'd call their parents and then they'd run away or they'd do something, they get kicked yeah. out. But this job is just like that we have now is just so yeah. much more chill. Like I work from home. I listen to music. Yeah. I listen to podcasts all the time. And like nights is like, light work you know yeah i've noticed it's starting to pick up though it, I yeah, mean, yeah to to be considered with everything that's been going on especially right now and then with the whole changes with covid the restrictions right. everything's going to change here and hopefully soon but you never know what's what the mood's going to be like here right <laughs> so. yeah i mean it, they, it's also so new so it's like it's hard to tell but right. I, I definitely love what we're doing yeah it's I mean, that's super chill. I'm not stressed at all at work. It's just oh, like no, neither easy. am I. I'm just like, it's, you plug in, you do your thing, and that's it. I don't have to like call anybody. I mean, occasionally, occasionally you got to call, call some people. But not much. But not yeah, much. no. And it, it usually isn't too bad. Like, I've gotten chewed out a few times. And I'm just like, I just wanted to know if you're okay and yeah. if you could do anything. Right, right. That's yeah. it. <laughs> some people go off. Yeah. yeah. I got a. Uh, Comes with the territory. I got a funny thing saved on my work computer of like an email we got, and this person was just going off it was it was hilarious i, I screen got, grabbed it oh it was like, there's there was there was one funny one i just don't remember like 
I don't remember who it was, but they were basically just chewing out saying, I've been trying to switch for a while now and I can't do it. I'm just like, well, we're not in charge of that. Sorry, not sorry. So what do you want to do? Or right. Do you want to quit? Do you not? What? You know, right. Let's, let's work. Let's talk this out. Let's have a conversation, please. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. this person was like, fuck your crusty ass company. <laughs> Lick, lick my dick, balls, and then they they like did a period, and they were like, "Wait, lick my taint too." And I was just like, <laughs> "Don't forget that everybody needs a little love in there." Uh, yeah, I, like, I honestly, I was like, I respect that. Like, oh. you're going out, you're getting, you know, let go. Like, you might as well just fucking. If you're gonna do it, go balls to the wall. Yeah, like, if you I know you're never that. gonna, if you're never going to work for them again. Yeah, that's right, the other right. thing you got. You don't be, need a, a reference. Or yeah. Oh, uh, then that's uh, no. I don't think I can ever do that. Yeah. Too professional. <laughs> so you live in Nashville now yep. and you like it? You like being here? I love it. Um, yeah. It's it's taken me about four years to honestly like find like the core group of friends that I have now. Um, yeah. Just because my friend group has definitely changed since, geez, I've, I've been here. Like they've changed several times. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love I love the city, love the people, love the community, um, which I know is why like a lot of people are moving here is because of that. Right. Um I just wish the roads were better. Yeah, honestly, the <laughs> I didn't think the roads were that bad. Uh, like, everyone was talking about traffic and stuff, but it's COVID, so I feel like the traffic hasn't been that bad. It's mild now. It's actually getting more and more worse now that yeah. things are opening Recently, back up. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, oh, gosh, here we go again. Like, but I noticed after it snowed and, like, the and the snow plows came through now the roads are just like straight potholes like everywhere it's always been like that oh is it oh. it's not new oh no 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 this is not a this is like a reoccurring problem that nashville has because it's the south um but like 440 the loop that goes around nashville yeah like was notorious for like people breaking down because the potholes are so big and they yeah just kept, like they're not avoidable they knock your tire out yeah, yeah. yes i noticed the middle lane on that is just like straight potholes yeah you know, like trying to you, you, oh my gosh i remember that that was that was so bad that was the first year and a half that i was here and then they repaved it so now it's beautiful yeah um but the issue is that there's so many people here and the infrastructure just isn't there so it's going to be right several decades for yeah. it to catch up if that yeah so we'll see nashville though it's definitely like a vibe it's a good city like the people yeah. are nice that's yeah. like a big thing if the people are nice you will stay there yeah i like it yeah, yeah. like people i mean there's some like sir and ma'am but in general like it's just more mellow <laughs> right here sir and ma'am like, yeah always always yeah. but it's a southern charm right it's just more mellow like in florida it was just like fast paced like it's a lot of almost like new york city vibes like okay. people like are looking down they're not gonna like wave or talk to everyone's in their own thing doing their own keeping thing. Stay in your lane. Yeah, your out lane. here it's like I go outside to get the mail, and the neighbors are like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> Love like, that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. But then at the same time, it's like, ugh, like I'm trying to just trying to go back inside. You know, <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation. Yeah, or, it just depends on the person. Yeah. I'd like to say I like Nashville, but honestly, I haven't experienced it that much. Like yeah. I've been here like six months. You also came in here like mid COVID, right? Mid -COVID. So I mean, like I got to see like the highlight of Nashville, right? Shows, the shows, yeah. everything like that, and then I've also seen the dark side of that beforehand, um, which I mean, that's that's a whole other set of stories. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, like it's great, honestly. Like I'm I'm super excited for once when we get out of the whole like mask phase. Yeah, um, that's going to change a lot. I already. Uh, what's the county like right below Nashville? Williamson. Williamson. They're Williamson already is, free, like no mask. It was so interesting because you'll see a mix of people. Like you, like I went to the mall because I need to go and pick up some some new stuff. And cool Springs. Cool or Springs. Yeah, yeah. and nice. it was so interesting to see like you would see people without a mask on, and then you would see like 
half and half of like kids not wearing them, parents are. And right. then you'd see like everybody's like decked out and like hazmat stuff. I'm just right. like, okay. Yeah. And I'm just like, do I put it on? Do I take it off? Like, I'm like anti-mask or whatever, but like it doesn't bother me. At I all. just put it on like until I assess see, the situation <laughs> and then I take it off. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't been necessarily that safe. Neither but have I. <laughs> I haven't gotten it. So really? Yeah. Did I've you get it. it? I did. Oh, I man. did. That How was, was it? Not that bad? Um. So, so it was weird not being able to taste or smell anything yeah, for a few so. weeks. Yeah. Um, like coffee, like tasted like battery acid. And oh, it was like it was the, a bad taste. It was the worst taste I've ever had in my life. Damn. Um, but like I didn't have like any respiratory problems and I'm an asthmatic, which is oh, obviously very really? surprising. Yeah. Um, like I took my inhaler maybe three or four times and then kind of wow. ghosted. So I would definitely take that over pneumonia any single day. Yeah. But like, I know people that were hospitalized. Right. Were right. Like hooked up. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. I've been, I've had like three or four close encounters now where like I see someone and then the next day they get tested. And then like a couple of days later, it's like, positive. oh, I'm positive. Yeah. yeah. They call you <laughs> like, Hey, uh, I got some bad news for you. Uh, I'm, I'm positive for COVID. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> One of my friends did that and she was just like, yeah, you just want to let you know that I tested positive for COVID. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I already had it. Right, <laughs> it's yeah. like, bring it. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten tested after a couple times and there's nothing. But, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm generally healthy now. Like, I used to be really unhealthy. Like, I'd smoke, like, you know, over a pack of Newport Red 100s every day. There you go. I would drink, like, I would wake up and drink a bang, like, before I got out of the bed. <laughs> and then I'd drink, like, another one or two throughout the day. Yep. I wasn't working out or anything. Like, I got sober, and, and then it was just, like, that's enough, you know? Yeah. I'm just not, like, destroying myself that way, so, like, I'm good. Other ways. Other yeah, ways. Yeah, but I was like, I'm going to hang on to these few vices I've got. Oh, um, yeah. You have to. But, but like, uh, probably, like, uh, October 2019, okay. I, like, went on a diet. I lost, like, 60 pounds. Wow. I stopped smoking. I mean, I vape now, which is, like, I don't know. Maybe it's not the best. But it's better than smoking a bunch of cigarettes. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I started working out and stuff like that. And nice. I take like mad vitamins. I do all that kind of stuff. I, so need to get I, on I feel that. like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, my parents, my brother and his fiance, they all got it at the same time. Nice. I mean, they're all fine. They just, you, it just sucks. You got to sit at the house for two weeks. You can't go out and do anything. Yeah. Like I got it about a month and a half into working for Amazon. Oh, wow. And I felt Did so Did you work bad. or no? No. Yeah. No, just, it was, I, I took like the two week paid stuff. And right. like at that time too, like all I did was sleep. I think, think I've ever slept more in my life until like, till I got COVID and then post COVID my energy just dropped yeah. so much. I'm just like, I need to sleep now. Yeah. And it sucks. Cause the I'm just fog. like, yeah, the fog is just, yeah. it's there and it's real. But, For sure. Oh, well. well, let's take our first break and yeah. then we'll come back and we'll get into maybe pineapple. Let's go. We'll, we'll right. talk about pineapples. Word. All right, we're back. Let's do it. So, uh, you do music improv. I do. Yeah, that's what it, that's what the genre is called. No, so it's interesting because like 
the genre isn't like improv. That's kind of like the whole style of it. Okay. But like I do like hip hop, R&B, pop, disco, EDM, trap. Like I do it all. Right. Um, it's just based off of like what the suggestion is or, or anything like that. I think that improv is probably one of the, the better ways of just doing music as opposed to just being. But improv as in that it's unique each time. Correct. It's not like rehearsed or anything You just like do that. it off the dome and like you just you create the music and vocals each time. Correct. Yeah. So and it's just based off of a suggestion. So if somebody's just like, yo, make it off of last night's coffee or whatever and just make a song off of that. Like so that instantly for me puts it like lo-fi hip hop. Right. Um, <laughs> Lo-fi hip hop that you can chill and study. Yeah. Too. And then it's just like, you're just grooving and right. get into it. And then you just make up weird stuff. So nice. Yeah. So do, what do you, it, when that happens, do you rap then? Or do you, you like to it's sing <laughs> or how do you, how do you go about it? It's a little it? mixture of both, honestly. So um, like I did a song um, that was just about coffee. It was about buying organic coffee beans at Starbucks and them running out. And then the person flipping out. Yeah. And then they get their coffee and they're there chill. And right. then the other person that's on the other side freaks out because they haven't had coffee. And it's just, it gets really, really raunchy really quickly. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. So how do you, it seems like a lot of stuff to like be on top of at a time. Because you got to be on yeah. top of everything that's looping and you got to come up with lyrics on the top of your head. Like, how do you... Mm get good at it you it's, just sit at home and just practice yeah get like the reps in um so like later on today i will probably as soon as i'm done with this meeting um at at six i'll probably honestly be up till maybe three or four in the morning and yeah. just be making something whether that's uh working on something that i want to release um or something that is just part of just just practicing practicing yeah. makes perfect as, as so always, do so. you like when you're gonna do it if mm -hmm. you're just sitting down to practice do you pick a genre and then no you just how do you what, what's the first thing you'll start with usually the drums okay. I, i'll have an idea of like what i have a bunch of melodies and things like that just stuck in my head melodies for me come easy right um so for me it's always like just kind of like what groove do i want to be like do i make do i want to make something hard do i want to make something that's a little bit more soft or a little bit more playful right um and then just go from there and attempt to see if something sticks or not. So, right. But yeah. Damn. And so are you just, do you record each one and then you'll listen to it and you'll be like, eh, I liked this part, but I didn't like it overall. Or how do you know what to keep or to what to kind of ditch? Yeah. yeah. Um, it just re like, for me, it's like, what, what do I want to say? Like what, as me as being Luke Alby, like what do I want to put out there? Right. Um, so for me, it's just stuff that I find to be funny, something that I can enjoy, that I can listen to. Like if I just create something that I can easily just put on repeat uh -huh. and just listen to that constantly and just kind of just stay in that kind of mood, right. then then I'm all for it. And that's kind of just the whole point of just making, making music is just create a groove, create a mood and just sticking with it. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. It seems like uh, out of all things though, very like, uh, you know, a rapper, they rap. Right. 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 Maybe sometimes they make <laughs> shitty beats, but like <laughs> normally they have some dude. Who's they have a producer the for it. Yeah. yeah they yeah. got a producer. They've got other people. And like, even just when you see rappers recording raps and they're not writing. Yeah. They like will punch in and they'll do like a line. And then they'll, they'll kind of listen out. to the beat yeah. and they'll, they'll come in with another, like, it's just like this slow, <laughs> choppy, it's not like, it's uh, not organically it's cohesive. Not, or right. Anything. Yeah. And that's why I think like, especially with like improv, like it has to be organic and like, it doesn't matter what you're saying as much in improv, unless you're doing more of like, this is something that I know for sure I want to put out. Um, but most of the time, like even for me, 
like I just want to make something up that's just random. Right. And most of the time you're just repeating stuff. Right. A lot of it is repeating. Yeah. Um, but then you can just you can branch off and like especially for me, it's just trying to be able to just talk more intellectually, I guess. Yeah. Um, with just, you know, either using innuendo or just being more deeply connected with it. Right. With the topic, at least. So. so do you, is there a formula you use as far as like you're trying to at first come up with like a hook or like a chorus or something, and then you'll try to from there experiment into, into other yeah. like verses or just like yeah, other 100%. parts? Yeah, 100%. I usually start with a chorus and it's usually uh, just kind of, you know, it's usually what the topic is about. And it's melodic. It's melodic. And, yeah. and there's usually multiple different layers. I do all the harmonies, which is super fun to do. Oh, so you'll do it, then you'll loop your original one and go like an octave higher. Yeah, do an octave, do like a third, a fourth, wow. a seventh, and do all that on the fly. Um, so like sometimes like, especially in music, you you get exposed to a bunch of different styles and you stick usually with the chord progression that usually best suits your voice. Right. So I've been recently just trying to get outside of that and just experimenting. So like I have another one, I have another song that will be coming out later called Rick Astley. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's nice. about uh, if Rick Astley had a three-way with like your girlfriend and their mother, oh, you know what wow. that would be like, because Rick Astley is an old motherfucker. Right. And so it's just like, so you, you're talking this way and it right. just works like perfectly. So it's like, you create, yeah, it's, it's, it'll be a lot of fun to play live. So, Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Have you played any live shows? I Probably you've been playing guitar for a long time. I'm sure yeah. you've played live, but have you done this live? live I've never done this live yet. So that's it's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to be quite interesting. They, yeah. There might be some, some alcohol involved in yeah, that yeah, because yeah. you kind of have to right. just to lighten up and then you get people involved. Right. Um, so that's kind of like, um, like the intro song that I've kind of just grown to love and do is called uh, Raise It Up. And so it's kind of like a toasting song mm-hmm. um, where you're just getting like, hey, everybody, like grab a drink, grab right. whatever you have, raise it up, like have a drink um, because this shit's about to kick off and you're going to want to be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of want to be in it. So, yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's like, I guess it would be when you're playing live to think about like building a set. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's improv, so it's going to be unique. But, like, I'm sure you'd want it to kind of go in a certain direction or pace. Like, you'd want to oh, maybe yeah. start it off more mellow and, and bring it to, like, a an apex or, you oh, know, yeah. like, where it's actually people are getting super into it. Bringing the hype and everything, like, yeah. you know, serious bops. And then, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, you know, whether you end it kind of getting more mellow or just, like, feeling what are they feeling you know are people paying attention or are they just doing their things if they're doing their thing it's like well should i try to get them engaged or should i just like keep it mellow and like do what you're it's just background kind of chill and like yeah reading reading the crowd is always crucial especially with improv and i've definitely learned that uh in college i used to dj a lot Uh um so like i used to do like what kind of events oh geez everything like i did like a college part i've done several college parties those were insane right um college nights i've done latin nights wow um i've done several rap shows which i will never do now yeah um, it seems like the worst honestly it's rap not, shows are such a shit show it it is and it just depends too on like who's performing yeah um and what the crowd is so like for us it was kind of like he was an up-and-coming artist and we we did a few songs and he in cleveland he in, in columbus um so it was it was interesting did they go on to do anything major not that i know of at least i'm not sure if they're still doing that um or not they kind of grew in popularity while i was there and then i honestly haven't stayed in contact with them nor have i seen them kind of do anything right um but it was still interesting so you got to 
really read the crowd's energy. So you would typically stay with whatever genre that was. So whether that was house, whether that was hip hop, trap, whatever the case may be. Um, so especially when doing exactly like that, just trying to build a set, trying to build some kind of um, cohesiveness with it, you always have to read the crowd, but you also got to stay true to you as right. an artist and as a producer. Um, so for me, I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of start chill, see, see how it goes, do some R&B, do right. some you know more mellow stuff. And then kind of build it up to either EDM or trap or right. some, some really. That's when people are getting into <laughs> That's it. when people get into it. And sometimes like that's that's a set. You know, you do one or two songs on the chill side and then you're just like, how's everybody doing? And they just blow up and it's right. just like, okay, so well, let's party. And you yeah. just get into it. And then that's when the uh, <laughs> that's when the stuff really gets interesting. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, I feel like, uh, too, once you get to that point, like the EDM trap lane, like the vocals and stuff become secondary. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, when you listen to any like popular song like that, like they have, you know, some just basic vocals, right? The lyrics aren't anything like that impressive or anything, but it's like the beat and the production and everything, the drums, the bass, like is that's getting people moving. Oh and, yeah. And that's why like, I love like the, the house, the disco stuff. That's kind of what, um, got me into just production is just having a just constant moving you're just constantly moving and just you see the foot tapping you see right the, you know everything um that kind of is associated with that and it's it's a lot of fun right so um but yeah no it's so <laughs> crazy maybe not necessarily for what you're doing but overall musical like influences or i guess maybe just people that you like who oh, who's in your like range it doesn't have to be a particular genre but just like who are some of the people that are influential to you? Ooh, um, geez, that's so that's so hard because there's so many great people that are out there. Mm -hmm. um, so um, Zed was one, Skrillex was another. Okay, um, and then like got into like Marvin Gaye, right? And Soul, Soul, all that stuff. Um, fairly recently, um, got into the uh, I believe it's called Flingmos, uh, Flingosis, Fling, Flingosis. Um, they're like a funk group. Okay. Uh, I think it might be one or two guys. Um, I just started picking them up. I'm just like, Ooh, this is cool. Right. Um, and then got into, Oh geez. Now I gotta, now I gotta look it up because I don't remember like all my Spotify. Or yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I also have like Ed Sheeran just because sure. from a, like a songwriter standpoint, great. It's he's, he's a classic. Right. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Oh geez. Um, uh d'angelo you have bing crosby yeah um frank sinatra so you're all over I'm, the place. I, you just consume music I, I love music yeah the only thing that i really don't actively listen to and this is gonna like get a lot of hate from people here in nashville is country right um i like the older stuff like sure. i love like johnny Cash well there's a lot of people and, like that though right but, like i like the older stuff the, older the stuff new pop better. you know yeah. taylor swifty it's it's usually about country. beer dogs your ex leaving you and boating. Right. And it's just like, well, can't you just do more sentimental stuff? Right. And like, that's, that's what usually I like to go. Like, I like the deeper stuff. So, right. Yeah. But, yeah. It's but, uh, uh, the stuff too is more like storytelling is better. That's, and that's what it should be. It should be yeah. like a storytelling kind of experience. So that's what I kind of like to do with the shows. It's a little bit harder to do, especially improv. Yeah. And usually when you get topics of, you know, the shit that's on your napkin or taking a dump while somebody's like peeking in on you or some, some right. kind of random shit. Um, it's a little bit harder to kind of create that story. So you kind of have to do a little bit of like 
sketch comedy or improv comedy with it. Have you ever done that before? No. You've never done sketches or improv or anything? No, 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 no. Like that, I don't know. Like, imp, uh, like I've always wanted to do improv comedy because I always feel like I have the best ideas to just come organically. Right. Um, but no, I've never done that. And it's, it's something I thought about too, just because it's like more fun to play. It you is. Know? It's yeah. like definitely a stretch, like creative stretch to just come up and like, you have to read the other person you're going with. You have right. to tell a cohesive story, but like yeah. keep it funny. Oh yeah. Like I, I always go back to whose line is it anyway? Oh that's yeah. Like the, that's, that's my like the favorite. Sub, the best show ever. I swear I wish to God. they still made it. Like So they did for like two or three seasons with the same uh, like Ryan Styles, Ryan Styles, Mockery. Uh, yeah. Um, Wayne Brandy was on there a few times. Same thing with Drew Greg Carey Bruce. was on it. Too. No, oh, okay. no. So Drew went to do the Price is Right for Bob Barker. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then Aisha Tyler or Taylor or whatever her name uh-huh. is. She was the one that kind of replaced him. So oh, it was wow. it, it was interesting, but it definitely like it wasn't the true Carrie like era. It was like, so nineties. Like it was so good. I just. Uh, there was a guy I met here in Nashville at one of my brother's shows or his fiance's shows. Okay. He was on Who's Linus anyways? Not as like, you know, Ryan and Colin and Wayne were on like every episode. And then right. that fourth spot, they would like right. cycle like through people. Ch- uh, Chip Aston. I think that's who it was, Chip. Did you really meet Chip? Wow, yeah. okay. And his daughter, I guess, does music in Nashville. So he Makes was, sense. she was playing at the same show, so I met okay. him. Yeah. So- yeah, it was cool. I mean, whose line is anyway? As far as like comedic shows, was one of the best. Apex, like yeah. just from an improv standpoint, from a like it was just it was just funny. Yeah, and it was organic, and that's what I love personally. I like the more organic things. I don't like the rehearsed stuff because you can go to like a DJ show or you can go to a concert, and it's usually those same songs that everybody loves. But right. having something that's unique and organic um, that can connect with somebody, um, I think that's just the the best way of going about it. Um, so you mentioned earlier that you're going to, have you already began messing around on TikTok or it's something you're going to start? So I did a little bit. Um, I actually have to go and record the the release for pineapples. I had to do like a course or something like that just to kind of help with, right. with the promotion of it. But, yeah. um, I've been trying to get into that and, um, most of the stuff that's on there is again, just organic. It's usually just something that I come up with on the fly. So you, you record, uh, because you can't obviously put the whole song on there, right? Right. It's just yeah. part of a song and you'll throw it up. Yeah. Usually it's like either, uh, I think like you can do the length up to 16 or 60 seconds or 15 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you will, honestly, I have a GoPro setup that can run the audio out from my board. Um, and then I'll hit record on both and just go about it. And then I'll go in and quickly edit it. So it's a little bit different, a little bit more eye pleasing. Um, and then just post it. Yeah. So. That's tight. Yeah. Do you use TikTok like as a social media? Like, do you look through things on TikTok too? Or Some no? of them. It just depends too on like if if I'm in like a mood to just kind of just see what's out there and see what's going. Um, so most of it's a lot of like music, musicians, um, theory. Um, and then there's like some of the funny stuff. I mean, everything on the for you page is just like whatever's popping. So yeah, you right. see a bunch of girls dancing. Right. It's just like, okay, come on. I've catered my, I mean, I stopped <laughs> going on. I got sucked in for maybe like a month, like yeah. during COVID, just going through TikTok and like curating exactly oh, what I want to see, which oh, yeah. is the best part because like now it's so curated that I almost can't break out of what I, it's presenting me because it's yeah. only presenting me stuff I've liked over like, you know, a three or four month period. Yeah. But it's just, mine is just so weird. I mean, it's just random, like kind of crazy people who are, get on TikTok and they have like 50 views and they're 
you know, yelling at people who've commented on their previous That's videos. That's like the best, like the rage ones yeah, are yeah. so good. So good. There's this dude with a mullet and he's got a girlfriend that, or I guess maybe they're married and uh, she is not a looker, I guess I would say. Okay. And he's just always yelling at people for like roasting her in the comments. <laughs> she and get that like, ugly branch, bro. I'm just like, like, dude, why? like <laughs> obviously you doing this is just encouraging people to continue to like roast you and her and, and you'll just get more hate and then you just, you know. Make like, fun of it. Uh, yeah, but he, like you, uh, as a person like that, I'm just amazed that he gets mad about it because like. He, he should play into it. Like, yeah, I would too. But it just causes him such anger. And so I see them a lot. Love that. I see a lot of like, I mean, uh, there was a lot of prison TikToks and okay. uh, cartel TikToks. Interesting. Cartel TikToks are lit. Like, just <laughs> lit? S- like literally lit? Or oh, like- <laughs> I mean, like, I think I said this on the previous podcast, but there was one that like, they don't show the body, but they show a freezer and they're insinuating there's a body in it and they're on a boat in the ocean and they just push it into the... I'm just like, this is insane that they're advertising this on a social media I'm surprised media that they haven't taken that down or reported it or anything. Dude, and then they'll just show, you know, lots of like them shipping drugs. They'll show them spending money. They show them doing like all kinds of... And I'm just like, Weird. why are these... It's insane to me that they're advertising this. I'm surprised, yeah, that it's allowed and not against like bylaws. They get, I'm sure they get taken. They have to be and probably investigated. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like when when you post it and certain things, it'll present it to you immediately. Yeah, like you're one of the first people to see it. Yeah, and that's crazy. Yeah, some crazy stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I also like just have a lot of um like, uh, for some reason I liked a couple like Down syndrome like guys that are on TikTok. Like one of them raps. That's I do know that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's great. Yeah, I'm just like, let's yeah. go, bro. Like, I love that stuff. Like, it's great. And so now I get a bunch of other like. Uh, there's another dude. Uh, I forget what his name is, but he like he has Down syndrome and he just like gets wasted with his neighbor. They just like go oh out and drink my beers. Gosh. That is fantastic. Oh yeah, that is great. fantastic. That's way too good. That's uh, way too good. Yeah, and so. But I do like TikTok. I've thought I've like written out some sketches and stuff before to try to record and throw on TikTok just for fun, but I haven't done them yet. Do it. But I, sh- yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> Full send it. Yeah, I've got some ideas. And it's just like creating stuff is fun, you know? Even it is. if really like the audience isn't there or it isn't there yet, it is still fun to like create stuff. Right. So something that's like you can say that is your own and that nobody else can do or nobody yeah. else has done. Like, that's, right. that's, I love it. It's unique. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily someone that's going to draw something or like, Definitely. <laughs> I'm not musically inclined. Like I'm a fan of music. I played, you know, guitar when I was younger. I played trumpet, like, nice. but I never got like deep into music. Yeah. You know? I, that's, I got into like the, uh, like arts and stuff like that as a very young age. Like that was just how I was brought up in Cleveland. Cause there's yeah. not much to do uh, surprisingly up in Ohio as contrary right. to popular belief. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, a lot of it is drinking. A lot of it is drugs or, right. or music Mu- yeah and so for me it was a lot of music um parents were my dad i got all the music stuff from my dad he's a, he's big into he, music. he was big into music like he had a band growing up as a kid like he did his like high school like talent show everything like that. what kind There's, of band was he in? so what was, was the like, name of the band i honestly could uh, not i could not tell you uh they never put out a single they were just a cover band and yeah. uh they did uh oh geez 
uh, holidays or something like that. It was some kind of old like 80s song. And like he had his buddy that that played and it was just it was hilarious because they actually got recording of it. And I saw it. Oh, wow. and I'm just like, that is so totally me. Just <laughs> just with a lot more hair than me right now. So he's still does he have instruments and stuff still? Or so he has his old violin still. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I've been trying to like get it so that I can just can you do play. Things. Yeah. I mean, most of, like, most of it is, it's very similar to it. It's all basically just finger and ear training. Right. Um, it's very, it's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare it to guitar. Um, but well, the it bow is, so, adds, the a, whole bow other adds a whole other element to yeah. it. And then you have like finger plucking, you have to do it the right way. Otherwise it's all muted. It's like the same thing with like bass guitar. Cause um, that's one of the instruments that like someone could be shitty at guitar, but it could still sound listenable. Right. But violin, violin, like you if hack. you suck, it's you sound, know it's it. like the you worst sound. <laughs> Yeah, like just like nails on a chalkboard. Oh. Yeah, that's one of those instruments that I would not want to like get my kids when I have kids. Oh, because hell like no. the first couple of years, it's just gonna be. Painful. It's like that and drums. Oh, drums too. No, no. Unless you have like a shed or some like detached part of the house that you could put the drums. Or in. an electric drum kit. That's about yeah, it. yeah. But even drum. then, like you can like I know my neighbors have one upstairs, and so you constantly hear just people like. Right. Uh, it's, oh it's yeah, like, yeah. Dude, shut up! It's like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> drums are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's like an interesting thing here in the city. It's like, where do people go practice? You know, it's always in studio. So some of it, like I know there's uh, one of my friends, um, they used to have a rehearsal space in Germantown. So I okay. think that there's a bunch of places around Nashville that you can rent, that you can rent out and practice in. Um, I know a lot of people will, will tend to just have like a little like muted drum pad and they'll just keep their traps up that way. And then they'll just go out and play. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure that there's everything out there. Like most of what my friends do, they just do it and they have a home. And so they have a dedicated room that's soundproofed. And yeah. That's all that. nice. Yeah. Uh, so is that how you made a lot of your friends to music or surprisingly? No, oh, okay. it was just like, I, I got involved with church communities and just, um, just doing extracurriculars. Like I love doing both motorcycle riding as well as volleyball. And so that's kind of keeps me active. Right. Um, oh so, yeah. I think you've, yeah. Showed your motorcycle helmets before, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you have I, one bike, or so I actually told my my last bike. So now I'm on the on the search and it's just figuring out which one I want to get. Oh, okay. Um, you totaled it, like you got yeah, into a wreck. Yeah, and I got into got several destroyed? wrecks. Yeah. So what I, happened? So, <laughs> 2020 was motorcycle a really rough year. accidents are like the most intense. I saw one the other day uh, on Trinity and Jones. And oh like, no way! You know, no helmet. Oh, God. the girl was like laying on the ground. The bike was on top of her. She got like. Basically, a car clipped another car and then hit, hit the motors. Yeah. Oh, and, God. And she was, like, she was moving slightly, but, like, everyone was crowded around trying to, like, I mean, what do you do, you know? It's yeah, like, it's hard. It's unless you, like, know specifically how to handle those accidents, like, it can be. Like, you want to like, take the bike off of her, but it's, like, on top of her, like, you know, stomach area. Yeah, spine. like, you got to be like, super, super careful with that. Yeah. So, like, for me. Um, I was on my way actually home from meeting one of my friends. We did like a, it was May, tw uh, May 15th, May 15th, okay. 2020, beautiful day out. Uh, the next day I was flying home, um, to, I think it was, I think I had either a wedding or I had something going on. I was just going home to see family Yeah, and, uh, met up with my buddy at club Exxon, which is the Exxon station on Broadway, Okay, uh, which is just North of the Gulch. And so we, we took the back way right by where pins is. And we went down up going, we were going to go from the Gulch to 12 South and then back out to Bellevue. Uh -huh. And uh, we met this kid who just moved into town, maybe a month or so ago from out Juliet. Uh, he was originally from Texas 
And so <laughs> we go down and then like, I love stunt riding yeah. and I started getting into it. So like, I would always jump up on my seat right. and just do like, I was acting like I was running or something like that. Yeah. And so he popped a wheelie and chased it out. So he was like not at balance point, which is where the motorcycle is like perfectly stable. It can run right. on its own off of the idle. Yeah. And so he ended up looping. Um, and we anticipate that he was going anywhere between 45 to 55 on a 35. Whew. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I always make sure that I'm going at least the speed limit, if not it's like five over. So it wasn't too bad. So it was like 30, 35, maybe 40. And so he lost it and his bike just started sliding and took me out. My bike goes down, hits a car. I go over the handlebars and land like Superman. Um, so I hit my head on the helmet, blacked out temporarily. But you were wearing a helmet? I was wearing a helmet. Yeah, I always wear a helmet, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I was just wearing long sleeve shirt. So you and, got road rash? So, road yeah. So I have a couple scars here on my forearm. I have one on my shoulder, two on my hip, one on, two on my knee, and then, like, one that's probably about this big on, like, my waist. From when no, I initially, no, no broken bones. Okay. No, no concussion. No concussion, nothing, which was so you super got lucky. surprised. I got super lucky yeah. that time. Flying um, off your bike is, like... All of a sudden, like, I, I remember hearing the bike hitting that idle and then just, and then that's it. Um, so I woke up face down on asphalt and my very first reaction was, is my bike okay? Not, not me. Nope. I did like a quick like check, like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I can move everything. Sick. Okay, sweet. And I just run off the side of the road, pick up the bike and make sure that like nobody was coming. Cause my, the next, the initial first reaction is, am I going to get run over? Right. Um, well, yeah, you're laying because you're laying in the road yeah. and no, you know, sometimes it's very hard to see bikes. So right. I always make sure to and stand out. Too, and, it? No, right, oh, right in the middle of the day. Oh, okay, okay. Thank God. Um, and so <laughs> I remember getting the bike in and this bike, I'm not sure if you know the Gulch all too well. Do you know where Kane Steakhouse is? Yeah. So that's where the, that's where it happened. Okay. I stopped right in front of that white building, which is actually an apartment building. Uh-huh. And his bike continued on past the bridge and landed right in front of milk and honey. Oh my God. Yeah. So he was booking it. So he constantly went, I know he, so he lost his, his bike and it went that far. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And, and just, sliding, sli- on just sliding on its oh. side. Yeah. And so Did it hit shit on the way there. No, oh, no. Wow. So it continued on mine hit the car and it completely just destroyed the front wheel. Um, bent the forks. Uh, I imagine when you pegs, yeah. wreck a motorcycle, it's totaled pretty easily, right? Uh, it can be, yeah. Most of the time it is. Um, I mean, like I've gotten into just like dumping it. Like I went 45 into dumping a ditch and no, like straight into oh. it. So like my very first accident was two months into it. I went 45 in a ditch because I just couldn't make it. Um, gain, same thing happened, went over the handlebars, landed up like face forward and woke up perfectly fine. And Wrote the bike back and dumped it again like 30 minutes later just because the adrenaline, like, right. just so hyper-focused. Sh- kind of shaking yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And so, like, I clipped the side and went over and they're like, okay, we're taking, like, a 15-minute break. <laughs> like, you need to chill the fuck out. And, and, but, but, yeah, no, the guy got on his bike, came back, circled around to me, and was like, you okay? He's like, I got to go. And he just took off. Cops showed up. Uh, we shut down the gulch for about 45 minutes. Um because they've got multiple accidents like yeah kind of far apart at that point oh yeah and you know it was technically speaking it was a hit and run so oh, right. because he didn't stick around for it, and just like yo like we have to call the cops because i mean my bike's totaled like yeah. they're not going to be like and he's out and yeah. he's out yeah so this was the guy who just moved here mm-hmm. oh, he's later a- found out that he was on parole in texas oh so shit. it was like double whammy did they get him for the hit and run no idea wow like the, oh you I, never hung out with him again no god no <laughs> I, like i remember like my friend got his number right. and his name and we knew what the bike was and that was all the information that we were given not the model of the bike or anything like that so kind of 
kind of sucked. So I was out of a bike and I still am, but then I started test riding them. So like I've ridden Ducatis, Cowies, Hondas. Nice. So we'll just wait and see what the next one is and yeah. go from there. Damn. That's like every, like just your story is exactly what like makes me not want to get a bike, you know? I still want to get back out on it. Oh, like, yeah. I miss it But if so you're that much. kind of person, it's like, and I know it's fun. I know oh, it's it, so oh, yeah. much fun. It, it's but unique. But like as a person who likes to minimize risk, I'm not about, I mean, I just always know, I've seen too many assholes on the road that just, yep. you know, they'll text, they'll fucking, you know, do Swerve all kinds of, yeah, yeah, or they don't look when they're, they don't put on a blinker or nothing, they just, you know, change lanes rapidly, and that's like, yeah. I just know in a car, like, all right, I got airbags, I'm going to be safe. <laughs> you're good, yeah, yeah. You're, but like you're protected. on a motorcycle, it's just, you could be the best driver, but. You also have to be hyper aware of like yep. your surroundings. You're always like that's why like I wear what I wear. Um, the the company that I bought my helmets from, I will constantly ride in them just because you have such a wide like side of view. So like right. I can see my all my periffs, which that's is always good. good. So and your head is constantly turning. So right. um, but that also just that's just part of the gig, especially here in Nashville. So like you take a lot of back roads. Um, you see a couple of people go on the highway and those are usually in groups. You always right. want to be in a group as if you're like just a single rider um definitely yeah, people being, don't see it mm -hmm. yeah so you always wear eccentric things or right. you make your bike eccentric or loud so that's that's always a pressing thing but yeah all right let's go on a break let's and then we'll uh, get back into it let's do it All right, we're back. The third and final segment. Um, I was thinking a topic we could talk about uh, because just we both work at the same job. Mm -hmm. Just what are some of the jobs you've had in the past? Like what are some Ooh. of the shittiest jobs you've had or best jobs? Oh, geez. I mean, I've been in almost every single industry. Uh, really? Very first job was Chick-fil-A. Jesus nice. chicken. Love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I went from there. I spent a month in retail and instantly hated it. Right. Um, retail sucks. It really does. It really Where'd does. Where'd you work in retail? Sears. Sears. Okay. Yeah. So I, I worked at Macy's. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's a little bit, probably a little bit better than Sears now because they're they're gone. Right. Um. So got out of that, and then I worked for GM. I was a delivery coordinator for them at the age of eighteen. Wow. Um. So all that that allowed me to do was get to know a lot more about the cars, go over it with the customer, um, and then drive them too. So, so you, I, a delivery coordinator, what does that do? You drive the car to them after they purchase? So like after they buy the car, um, a company at least that I worked for, we would take the car, go gas it up, send it to detail, get it all detailed up. Right. Um, and then I would do like a walk around with them. So okay. I got to know like the ins and outs of all those cars uh, for Chevy, which was awesome. Um, and and just you don't know, be like, send it on the way. Good luck. Do you have any other questions? Don't call us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, right. Um, which was cool. So that was fun. So you like that? But it was you weren't fun. in the sales aspect of it or no, no I was on the, more you were in the customer service first. slash like quality assurance. Yeah. 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 So that was, that was the biggest thing for me. And I think that that's kind of always how I've maintained just how I view things as just being just a, a person. Right. Um, and, and caring about that and having them have the best experience. Right. So, um, did that, then got did like side jobs when I went to college. Right. Um, so I, after that worked for Nissan, did a detailing for them. Um, Worked for a movie theater, worked for Best Buy. Um, did all oh, just part-time gigs in just, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just to have some extra cash going around uh, for all the booze and right, exactly <laughs> of that nature. Yeah, college expenses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then 
Uh, first job out of here was sound engineer gig on Second Avenue at BB Kings. Okay. Uh, did that for six months, and I'm just like, this is not the music industry that I want to be a part right. of. Right. Uh, so I left that, and then I worked for Tesla down in Brentwood. Okay, um, at the dealership right by. I've been to like the Hibachi restaurant. Right yeah, there. Uh, Shinto's or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I have actually been there. Surprisingly, I always went to uh, Sportsman's. Oh, okay, so good. Yeah, uh, shout out to Sportsman's. What uh, do you do at Tesla? Uh, so I did a lot. Um, sales was the primary gig, um, but I did a lot of customer engagement, marketing, IT, troubleshooting, fleet management. Oh, wow. um, like I was always talking did you to like customers. It? Uh, it was fun. Um, it wasn't necessarily what I was expecting from like a company as prestigious as, right. um, as I, like they always said it was a startup company kind of thing, yeah. which I mean, honestly, it's not a startup company. No. Um, it's like so, one of the biggest companies. Yeah. Now. It's yeah. one of like the biggest. And so I think that their like their retention rate wasn't all that good. It mm -hmm. still isn't. Um, especially with a bigger tech company or one that's as in the public as like Tesla is, um, it's usually everybody wants to be a part of it, which makes the business model a little bit iffy. Right. Um, but it was still enjoyable. Like I love the the coworkers I have. Like I still have some really good friends that, um, that were from there that I still stay in contact with. Um, and they've just moved on to, to bigger and better things. Right, um, right. after that pre COVID was, uh, healthcare. I got into uh, HR onboarding with a healthcare management company. Which is uh, big here. Yeah, which yeah. is huge here. Um, and then COVID happened. I was in that first wave of layoffs. So I was unemployed for about six months. Uh, for did you get unemployment? Um, only, I only did two checks because the company gave me like a severance package, oh, which was nice. just like, bless. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's lucky. That sucked, dude. I, it's I'm hard, so, man. I was so worried about all that. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine going like six months without a check. Or like, it, like, it was nice that like I had like a pot that I could go from, but it was, it still sucked of just like, because nobody was hiring. Right. And then, and the people that were, um, weren't necessarily like the best people to right. go underneath. So, and there's just probably so many people trying to get the few jobs there are. Right. And it made it a lot harder to do things. So, um, so luckily, you know, Amazon comes around and I think that they just looked at my background and was like, Oh, okay. So you were in HR. So I was considered for two positions and they just pushed me towards the, uh, the one we the got. RC, yeah. 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 So, nice. But yeah. So you didn't have any jobs that sucked then? It seemed like they were all, all uh, right. There were a few. Um, like I did like a, a sales pitch job and I'm just like, okay, cool. So like I'm working for like AT&T. I'm just like, okay, this is kind of a cool like kind of sales gig. And then I found out that it was just trying to get people to buy direct TV at Costco. Oh, I know, dude. Yeah. This guy I know, <laughs> he does that here. Okay. And yeah. he was like trying to get, he was like, Giving me the pitch. I was like, dude, I got it. I don't want to stand at Costco and sell yeah, direct TV for, or phones or whatever. That yeah, for six about. hours a day. I'm just like, I'm dressed in a suit trying to pitch people for direct TV. I'm just like, no. And you're like barking at people, right? Yeah. To like get them to come like, over and talk to you. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, what cable you got? What cable you, who you got? Yeah. <laughs> let, let me talk to you for a second. Yeah, no, I'm just like, nah, nah, nah. That's a tough gig. It's a very tough gig. It takes like a certain person to really do that. And like being in sales for a year and a half for automotive, I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm going to pass. Um, and then there was actually up in Cleveland, uh, I spent about a month doing a butcher block. And so like, I got to see like how they made it. And initially I'm just like, I just want to eat it, not necessarily right. know that process. So, and it was just not really well kept up, and so I'm just like, ah, no, I'm gonna pass on that. So yeah, it's, I've had some interesting jobs, but none that I would say like I absolutely hated. Right. Um, I so. had some. Uh, I mean, I've worked like so many jobs over the years. I was, uh, 
I worked at Albertsons at the grocery store for okay. two years. That was like my high school gig. There you go. Um, one of the coolest jobs that I had when I was young is uh, this one summer in college. I went. I worked for an apartment complex in uh, Eugene, Oregon, so University okay. of Oregon. Okay. So like everybody moved out, you know, at the end of the semester, and then new people move in at the beginning of the semester. So right. over the summer, it's like kind of dead. So like we go in. They put us up there, like room and board. Oh, nice. So I got to live there for free on this college campus or like right next to the campus. And then we would just like fix up the apartments all summer. Oh, nice. To get the get them ready for the new people to move in. So right. that was cool. I went with one of my high school friends and nice. we did that for the summer. And like uh, that was chill. But another summer job I had during, co- uh, during college was I worked at a fireworks stand one year. Oh, God. Uh, I thought was that was the, dope. Uh, Dude, I hated it. <laughs> I mean, I worked with just the people I was working with. One was just like, ugh, like not fun people. Yeah, uh, really. And like- then you're working long hours, like leading up to the Fourth of July, and they had me um, like flipping a sign on the corner for uh, part of my shift. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. So we stand there listening to music with the sign, and just dancing. Doing that. <laughs> That's like, dude, I feel bad every time I see people flipping signs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where is it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's going in a circle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't really do that much. You know, you see some people trying to like spin it and do stuff, but like in general, you're just like holding mm-hmm. it. And That's fine. Yeah. I got That's fired from the fireworks stand. Actually, <laughs> you got right? fired from the fireworks stand. Yeah. I was drinking on the job like oh, the whole God. time. <laughs> well, I was like, you kind of have to. I was like, like I'm standing something. on this corner, like flipping a sign, like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy myself. Right. At least My a birthday little bit. was July 6th. Oh, July come 4th, on. So I was like, yeah, but I uh, it wasn't like they let me go. Uh, like so, I finished up the season, and then she wrote on my final check. She was like, You're "I'm out. not gonna hire you next yeah, year." I was like, like, "All right, I don't want to work." Okay, here next bad. Year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that sucked. Um, I also like when I was broke for a while. Would, uh, this wasn't a job, but I would do it twice a week. I would go sell my plasma at a plasma center. You can make some serious bank. Yeah, the first like the first month, I think you make like three fifty or four hundred, which was like nice little side change. Yeah, and then over time, it's like they pay you like twenty five bucks like on Tuesday and like thirty bucks on Thursday or something. Yeah, yeah, that was like, dude, some plasma is the worst. <laughs> you go in, you wait in this line, and you watch movies and stuff. There was this one time I was selling plasma though, and like. I was hoping, I'd always hope like, oh, some hot girl's going to like sit next to me while. <laughs> so hot nurse. Yeah. Cause you're stuck next to the person for like, well, you could get good at selling plasma because <laughs> if you like hydrate and you bring like a stress ball, like you could really like pump, pump it, it out, out quick. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then there's some people who are in there for like an hour and 15 minutes, but I would get it down to like 30 to 45. I would just nice. pump hard. Yeah. But there was like a hot girl that sat next to me one time and I was like, great. Like we're stuck here. I'm going to get to talk to her for a little bit. Yeah. And as soon as they hooked her up, she just got so nauseous. And, like, so you're hooked up. You can't really move around. Yeah. She starts barfing all over herself. Oh, and I was like, oh, man. No. I feel so bad. But this, she got all pale. And I was like, oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's about so to bad. go down. Yeah. But, I mean, besides that, I worked at, like, all kinds of restaurants. I worked at Starbucks. Mm. I hated working at Starbucks. I was, feel like you have to be bad at, like, spelling names in order to work at Starbucks. Oh, I, I would, that was, like, <laughs> people would, uh, I would just write, like, rappers' names on the cup. Just to, like, because oh then, the, so I would, like, be at the register if I was doing that that day. And I would just, like, 
completely like, yeah, I would either fuck up the name or I would just write like Gucci Man or something. <laughs> and then like the person who makes it, they're like, oh, I got a vanilla, tall vanilla latte for uh, Gucci Man. Gucci Man. <laughs> They I get so it. pissed at me. What's your name? Jessica. Okay. Uh, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I did that. I, it would suck that the one I worked at because it was like right next to a, a high school. So you're like uh, on their lunch break or right after high school or like after school got out, it would just be a rush. All these like young kids coming yeah. in. Like, so, uh, um, but yeah, I worked on. at a restaurant. When I first got to West Palm Beach, I worked at a restaurant that it was like a new restaurant. Nice. And so interview mm-hmm. they uh here's the one question that separated people so it, it was me and a bunch of other people and they were like uh so what is 300 divided by two 150 like, yeah no one got it except me seriously yeah no one got it one wow. person said 298 one person said 200 <laughs> another person was like what's division and then I was like one fifty, and and then we kept going. So it was like one fifty, and I was like seventy five, oh thirty seven. Yeah, yeah. So, but I got this job, and then it was a new restaurant. I got promoted to like um, manager, but nice. I worked seven days a week, which it sucked. So I would do like I would open, mm-hmm. and then the next day I would close, and then the next day I would open, oh. and the next day I would close. And no. I did that. I, I had like six days off in six months, and I just like absolutely hated my life like yeah, just no. i was constantly at this the, the worst was like the turnaround because i would get off at night close everything up yeah and i'd have to make sure that we close up nice because i was also going to be the one there in the morning oh, yeah and just because like, if no. we didn't finish then i'd have to do it in the morning i could not imagine that shout but, out to all the restaurant people honestly i know I, yeah the rest i mean i got a lot of friends that like that's like their career restaurant people yeah. they make good money yeah. But I hated it, man. <laughs> there was one time that we got like this new like uh, GM, okay. and like the kitchen was on my side. Been there from the beginning. Like that's just your. And yeah, uh, we messed up. It was also shitty because I ran the kitchen, but it was like an open kitchen in the dining room. It wasn't oh, like in okay. the back of the house. So oh like, wow, okay. everyone's kind of watching you make the food. Ooh, and. We fucked up and the GM comes over and he's like chewing me out. But like, it's not chewing me out in the back of the house. Like he's chewing me out in front of customers. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, geez. And he said something and I just like hit him back with a zinger. And then he, (laughs) and he got like bread in the face and he was Uh, like, he was like, this is inappropriate. And I was like, no, we're doing this right here, right now in front of like all these customers. Let's go. And then like these dudes that were like on the, there was like an island and then there was ovens back here. And I was like here, uh, um, where the registers are at and everything. And so. Yeah, like so. Then a couple dudes like hop over, and they're like getting ready to attack this dude. And oh I was my like, god! I was like, "Whoa, dude!" Chill, chill. Not that, not that yet, not that yet. I'll yeah. let you know. <laughs> yeah, we had uh It was intense, and and like I just I got resentful over time, and like mm. I felt like I was there every day, and other people like weren't working hard, and like I wasn't making any money, but I was happy to have a job. I was like new in West Palm Beach, yeah. um, but over time, I just got so resentful, and so like one night we had notes uh like shift notes you do oh gosh and so in the shift notes i just like went off on like day the day shift i was like they didn't do this this and this so i'm not doing this like good luck the the dough room because we made pizza dough was like it's a mess i'm not cleaning it yeah good luck you could do it in the morning 
And I, passive aggressive, somewhat aggressive through the notes. Like I wasn't cursing or anything, but I was just like, I, I probably wrote like two pages of just like Good ranting. <laughs> yeah. And so then I was off and I came the next night and uh, he was like, you're a manager. Like you're supposed to be a leader and you act like a child. Oh God. He was like, give me your shirt. Don't come back. I was like, oh my God. So depressed. <laughs> yeah. But. It was a good thing that happened because then I got like a couple other jobs that were way better. And, mm. and, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what though, was scary leaving a full-time job that's paying and stuff in right. COVID and moving to a new city. So, dude, I, I could only imagine what that's like. Cause I know like I, I just had two friends that just moved here from St. Louis. Like luckily they had jobs coming in, but they had like no idea like what to expect from Nashville. Like, is it like, is it the right move? Is right. it not? And um, they've kind of just hit the ground running and I think that they're in a really good spot and yeah, it's, it's really good. So um, we chose, we were moving and neither of us had a job lined up. We we're just like, we're moving cause That's our lease scary. was running out. Uh, yeah. And I was like, Oh man, like I, I, as I'd already, you know, decided, but I was starting to like get really fearful about it. I was like, Oh, I'm never, never going to find a job. I was filling out mad applications. Yeah. And luckily this job just like worked out where it was like, Oh, you, you start the day after you move here. I was like, perfect. Sweet. No time off. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. And it's been great. Like since. Good like, man. And my girlfriend got like, she didn't like where she was working before. She yeah. worked in a salon in West Palm beach. And it was like kind of like, older women who are really rich and yeah, pretentious and, and stuff. stuck up and yeah and you had to wear like all black like and now she's in like a cool salon where it's like you know younger uh women who you know are working professionals and That's they have awesome. money and yeah i didn't even realize how much like hairstylists make you can here. make up you can make some some serious catch bartenders oh, yeah. here too holy crap bartender oh, oh yeah sure i know people that makes like six figures right through bartending it yeah. just depends on the spot and like how you know what the place is like so yeah that's hairstyles too they make yeah. like you know they'll do thousand to two thousand dollar days you know? yeah it it's just like, it's like it's like okay yeah. okay i see you yeah I'd, i i know my girlfriend always makes way more money than me i'm just like Fuck. yeah no Someday. it's like uh, one one day one yeah. day when the money starts coming then For and sure. you can be the breadwinner <laughs> yeah well, what else besides uh, work and motorcycles? What other kind of and music? What else do you get into? Oh, geez, cooking, man. I you love like to food. cook? I love to cook. What yeah, kind of stuff? Everything. Like even if like I I I tend to do like the big three: Italian, Mexican, sure. and Asian. Okay. Uh, stir fries are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, just because they're sipping quick and easy. You walk? Is that what you use for stir fry? Uh, no, I honestly just do it in a pan, oh, okay. and then just make sure like all the ingredients kind of mesh in and go with it. I do need to get some more like kitchen stuff. Yeah, but yeah. it's kind of hard when you just have like a flat surface and not like a grill kind mm -hmm. of thing. So, um, but I mean, it it works. It's always good. So nice. But yeah, food is big foodie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we off and on with cooking, you know? We yeah. moved to Nashville and was like, let's go out and eat at like all these places. Yeah. There's a lot of good restaurants here. There's a lot. Here. There's too many. Yeah. But we we try to cook. We just started doing HelloFresh like a okay. couple weeks ago, which has been good. They yeah. just send you the ingredients. You make it. Yeah. And it's like not just like standard stuff, you know, some Asian stuff, right. some Mexican it's, stuff. It's right. every, everything is kind of my whole family is just big into cooking. So that's kind of where it's like I always say cooking is uh, adult chemistry. Yeah. Because it can be different every single time. Right. And it can either be really good or it can be really bad. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of take it as it comes, but it's, I, I enjoy it. it. It helps. And yeah, it also gives you some brownie points with the ladies too. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah make yeah. you something. 
I know. I mean, I like <laughs> cooking for myself, but my girl's got like such specific taste, and like she always think, "Oh, I could do it better." So, like, I mean, <laughs> I offer to cook, but she's not like she doesn't like it that much. Yeah. So that's fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, we've uh, oh, there's something else just random that I I thought about because it was Valentine's Day recently. Did you yeah. have a Valentine? No. Heck no. I'm not spending what's that kind your of most, money. What's your most recent Valentine you had? Oh my gosh, let's go back. Uh, last Valentine's Day that I had was with, geez, it was my second to last girlfriend in high school. Okay. Um, what did you do a big or no? No, uh, just because of, like her parents were like super strict and they did not like me at all. Uh, Classic. So, that high so, school girlfriend's yeah, family doesn't like Yeah, her. family doesn't like me. So, like, I think I might have taken her, like, out to, like, a restaurant or something like that. And that was about it. Yeah. Maybe we went to go and see a movie. Like, just keep to chill. Um, but, yeah, no, I've never I've never had a girlfriend that was, like, around, like, holidays. Like, it's yeah. always been, like, in that drought period. like Summer? In, summer. Yeah. Summer, getting to, like, fall. Um, and then it's just like, nah. Right. But... That's yeah. weird because I feel like it's normally opposite. Oh no! Like not, what is not it? Like with me, season so. that people Cup, like do yeah. like the holidays they want, like yeah. the girl, the boyfriend, or whatever, and then like come summer, like oh, I'm gonna go out and yeah. you know, on a vacation, do this and that. Yeah, I'm just like nah, not me. I, yeah. I attract some very interesting characters. Like I've never had a really like solid. I think that the I've had a few solid girls, um, but. Yeah, no, I always pick up the crazy ones. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Because I'm crazy as it, it is. So, yeah. yeah. Coffee, coffee in my blood. Yeah. I mean, I have my fair share of those as well. But <laughs> Everybody the girl has. I got now is a, a good one. There you um, go. And we've been together for a while. And I've been looking at like rocks and stuff. Oh, uh -oh. I can talk about it because she doesn't listen to it. <laughs> she doesn't listen country. to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was she only listened to the one that she she did or she's on. Yep. I think she listened to that. But uh keep it on but, the Pinterest. Pinterest yeah, I had uh because I didn't do one right around Valentine's Day, but we're still close enough that I thought I'd bring it up. But my nice. first ever Valentine's Day just set the tone because all right so i was dating a girl in high school yeah this girl amanda and we were dating for i mean we dated for a while in high school but so i worked at albertson's and like me yeah. and this chick had like at work had like sexual tension i never yeah. hooked up with her or anything but it was just you know flirting at work and like there was always something there yeah but i just never pursued it right but she was trying to pursue. Ah. And so for Valentine's Day, she got me like a stuffed animal. She got me oh, chocolates man. and balloons. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And then I was like, perfect. I didn't give my girlfriend anything for Valentine's Day. So. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God. So I just re gifted it to oh. my girlfriend. She was so excited. That's just being it. smart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing like, oh gosh. Yeah. Shout out to Amanda for hooking you up with the I, gifts. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That worked out so nice. Um, but the but another Valentine's Day that I had that I just like, well, so I had two that I just like blew it, you know, mm -hmm. I had one with my current girlfriend. I didn't even do anything. And then Oof. she cried and I was like, oh, like I should have done. I just wasn't thinking, you know, I didn't think to make a reservation or get her gifts or flowers or anything like that. I was yeah. just like caught up in myself. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, the other one I had, like there was this girl, I was seeing her. Things were going well. And, uh, we, we, we hung out during the day a little bit. Okay. And they were like, all right, she, we were going to go out and then she was going to come over later that night. And so she, uh, she, we went out, we met up a little bit, but then I ended up going home. She stayed out for a little while. And then, 
uh, she was going to come over at the end of the night. She was going to stay the night. Yeah. And uh, so I got home. I was like eating food and I passed out. And she came over. She took a cab. This is like pre-Uber. She took a cab over. Jeez. And like her phone died. Oh. And so she got to the spot. She was locked out of the house. Her phone's dead. Oh, my <laughs> God. And then, you know, obviously we didn't really, it, things didn't work out. Yeah. Her. She was not <laughs> Train happy. Train wreck. The next yeah. morning, like I think she ended up like pounding on the windows and then like my roommates uh, let her in eventually or something like that. And then she just got another cab and went home. And Jeez. That was that. But, Yikes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anyways, I think that was pretty good. We did uh, our segments. Uh, mm-hmm. It was nice to meet you, man. Pleasure meeting I'm glad you. Glad you came over. I, yeah. I'm excited to hear your song when it's released. Pineapples. Pineapples. Coming out on March 26th. And once you start doing live shows, let me know. I'll come out, support yeah. you. Absolutely. I think it'll be fun. I've never seen anything like that like in person before. Yeah. It, it'll be. It'll definitely be fun, and it will definitely uh, hopefully turn some heads and Get some get some things rolling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like the best part is you're creating and you enjoy it. And like, it. if you're doing that, eventually you'll find people that are like about it. And yeah, that's that's awesome. That's what you want. That's what yeah, you need. For sure. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I'll play the last song and then we'll get out of here. Awesome. Good luck at your meeting. Yeah. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. Yeah. Last thing we gotta do. I, I used to. I have something set up, but I don't have it set up right now where I take like a thumbnail picture, but we just have to like basically just pose so I can take a still. Still for it. Yeah. Gotcha. That's easy. Sick. Yeah, well, thanks, man. <laughs> it was nice to meet you. Yeah, dude, it was a pleasure meeting you. Thanks for. Thanks for having me. We'll, we'll get it on the